Hey guys, before we jump into today's show, we just wanted to give you an opportunity to advertise your business on our podcast. If you're looking to expand your business to a wider range of people, send us an email at highlyundisputed247 at gmail.com to discuss the details. the Highland Speed Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, here with my co-host, Garrett, and it's actually a special episode today. We are recording on a Monday, so this episode will be released on Wednesday, and this is going to be a new recurring thing for us, um, especially with our fantasy podcast coming up. So I think we're going to be recording on Mondays, releasing... Uh, to, well, actually, they're usually going to come out on Tuesdays. Oh, yes, they are. Yeah, but we're, we're for now, this is coming out on Wednesday just to, to get ready for for basketball so but in a few weeks look out for us to be recording on mondays releasing this episode this podcast on tuesdays just to fit around football and then we will have a fantasy podcast being released on thursdays so we'll probably have a lot more details next week so we can get both of those set up for everything that's going on but this week we are discussing nba finals finally they're set. We have our teams and we'll give our predictions and we're doing this early just so our prediction predictions are valid we have no context as to what's happened with game one. And we're going to be talking a little about Euros because the next round has been set for that. And then the match is tomorrow between it's Phil and Brady and DeChambeau and Rogers. Rogers. Discount double check. Yeah, should be a fun one. Versus the GOAT versus the and the second GOAT. And then you got Bryson who's trying to reinvent the game of golf and everybody hates him. And I wish it was Brooks, but... It's all right. That's yeah, all right. It's all right. Let's jump right into the finals. I'm excited for this matchup. I'm I'm probably more excited for this finals than I have been, I don't know, maybe the last like five or six finals, to be honest. It's a strange matchup because the two teams are two completely different styles of play, and they're vets, and there's no finals experience. There is one player with finals experience, Jay Crowder who played in last year's finals with the Miami Heat. Um, we're not going to do predictions quite yet. We're going to get to that after we kind of discuss the matchup. And then I have – there's a ton of storylines with this. There's a lot of coincidences with these teams, like a lot of connections. I would just like to say that this is a this is a special finals either way. I mean, you have the Suns, who have never won a championship, could win their first championship ever. The Suns have Chris Paul, who has never won a championship and will probably go on as the second best player to ever not win a championship. And then on the other hand, you have the Bucks, who have won one championship and they won it in the Western Conference. So they will be the first team, could be the first team to win a championship in both conferences. And I mean, Giannis still doesn't have a championship, so. Well, I mean, it's going to validate somebody. Yes. What Either Chris Paul or Giannis is going to get validated. I mean, I think Chris Paul is valid. Right, but there's still that stupid argument that guys you and we talked about this last week when you're when you're talking at the bar or you're talking with your guys and you, you know when Chris Paul gets brought up it's someone's always the asshole that oh he doesn't have a ring and look in the history of the NBA six foot point guards just don't win championships for the most part as the best player it just doesn't happen like the list is Isaiah Thomas and that's pretty much it as far as like point guards go as the best player on the team. 
Like Steph Curry, yeah, but he was six foot three. Like he's not a miniature guard. He's just not. So, you know, there, it's it's really not something that happens very often. And yeah, I mean, Giannis, he's got two MVPs, and what have all we done is all we've done is talk about the last two years, two and a half really, how Giannis is a choke job in the playoffs. And yeah, he got lucky. And I'm just gonna say it: like both of these teams are incredibly lucky to be there. They they played injury laden teams on both sides. It, you can you can get on me if you want. We can have that argument. But you can't tell me that like the Suns didn't have an incredibly easy road to the finals, and the Bucks too. Like, no, we don't have to have this argument again. Uh, it was kind of a fake argument we had in the in the car ride home from Boston, but it's whatever. Um. So yeah, I, you have some storylines here of what's to come or what's and what's already happened. So read off a few of those. All right. Well, I already I already mentioned one. Um, since 1977, this is the fewest amount of. NBA Finals experience between two teams playing in the finals. It's just one player. It's Jay Crowder. Um, the Suns are going to be the first team in NBA history to have three seasons within a 10-year span of getting to the finals. So in the last 10 years, they've had three seasons where they had the worst record in basketball and then make the finals in a ten, 10 years within yeah. that. But listen, the Suns... This is their first playoff appearance since 2010. Like they haven't been in, they haven't been in 11 years and to get in and get there is is really impressive and like there's been some dark times in Phoenix. It, it it's it's been rough for that fan base, really. It has. And you know, to have the Booker, you know, bad team, good stats guy and then the last two years like can Aiton even play is he a bust and just I mean, some of Josh Jackson, the failures with him and Dragon Bender and Alex Len. Like, there's been a lot of failures with that team. Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne was. I mean, that's not a failure on their part. They revived him. Oh, you're talking about the Suns failing players. Yeah, like oh, players oh, okay, the Suns okay, have okay, taken okay, that okay. have failed. Like, I mean, Josh Jackson isn't even in the league. He's out of the league. He was a fourth pick in the draft. There was talk he was going to go third to the Celtics over Jason Tatum. Alex Len was a top five pick. Dragon Bender was a top five pick. Like uh, Marquise Chris, top eight pick. Like there's a lot of wasted draft picks they've had that have just gone completely sideways. And for them to, you know, have a lot of losing seasons and then to get back here, like this says a lot about Chris Paul. It says a lot about um, Monty Williams and uh, James Jones, their GM, who was GM of the year. Also, it, it just says a lot about those guys. Um, and you could say the same thing about the Bucs. I mean, Look, they took Jabari Parker in 2014, and he's a complete bust. I mean, yeah, they got, you know, they locked up with Giannis because teams were afraid to take him because they didn't know what he was. But, you know, and both teams are homegrown. Like, they've added one player, basically, that was a superstar that, you know, they added. Bucks added Drew Holiday, and the Suns added, you know, Chris Paul. But both of those players had their faults. So I, I think that's really impressive on both parts. You know, I mean, we we talked about Chris Paul, we talked about Giannis. You know, and then through the draft, and it's just, it's just a really good matchup, I think, from that aspect. I I want to talk about uh, someone I just mentioned, Cameron Payne. Yeah. Oh yeah, campaign. Let's do it. So, uh, we were talking right before the podcast a little bit, and you mentioned that he went from a like a win lose to a win situation over his career. 
And that, that's a very, very valid point to bring up. He was on the Thunder. He was drafted very high overall. Sixth overall. And kind of fell apart and then went to Chicago. Went to like a few practices in Chicago. And they had a Chicago insider that said, this dude's never going to be good. He'll he'll never be. No, um, no. You're missing part of the story well, on that. So, yeah, I was going to let you add that yeah. at the end because I didn't know this, so I was going to let you say okay. it. So, a Chicago insider said, like, this guy is just, saw one price said this guy is just terrible. So, I'll, I'll just say it now. A Thunder insider had also said the same thing. Watched him practice once. or went to Summer League. It, it was the first Summer League practice. Yeah, and said, look, this guy sucks. Like, he'll never be anything. And I'll look at him. He's, he's on the Suns, probably going to win a championship. I would say he's their sixth most important player and i mean that's that you know sixth most important player but like that's really important yeah like he 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 changed the clippers series actually because when they put him in the game when they started him with paul that changed the series because it forced the pace because chris paul's never going to push the pace but campaign when he gets in that's what he does so him being healthy is vital they're going to need him but yeah i mean just just a really good bottom-to-top story from him. Part of me is like, oh, I, I, it sucks that the Thunder ever got rid of him, but I don't think he would have ever been anything, been no, anything on any other team. he wouldn't have worked there. It, like, just, it did make sense. Yeah. He he was a broken player. Like, it happens. Guys miss, and then they figure it out. P.J. Tucker was out of the league for five years, or for three years. He was out of the league. And guess what? He's in the finals. And now he's beating all of his ex-Rockets teammates. Yeah. Throughout every round of the playoffs. <laughs> he really is. I mean, it's... It's James really Harden, phenomenal. Clint Capella, like all these guys, he's, he's just beating. And also a former son, he was on the Suns from twelve to seventeen. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but I mean, he's thirty six years old. He was out of the league for five years. He was in China. He got drafted, fell out of the league, and now he's back. Tory Craig. Here's another one. So Tory Craig will win a ring regardless of yeah, who wins the title. I saw that. Tory Craig was a free agent to start the season. Nobody signed him. He was on Denver last year. He signed for a minimum contract with Milwaukee and was then traded from Milwaukee to Phoenix for cash. Basically was not wanted anywhere. Ends up on Phoenix, and it was incredibly important in the Clippers series. Like, there's just a lot of guys like that in this series. Jay Crowder's been involved in God knows how. Let's see, he started on Dallas, and then he went to Boston, and then he got traded to Cleveland, and then he went to Utah, and then I think he had one more stop in between, and then back to Miami. I think he went to Memphis too. I think he was in Memphis for a cup of coffee, and now he's in Phoenix. Like he's been on like nine teams or eight teams. That's that's insane. Um, th- there's a lot of guys like that. Monty Williams wasn't a coach for a while. He just wasn't a coach, you know. <laughs> like and then they signed him because of Chris Paul. Overall, it's kind of just a it's it's a very heartwarming final series. Either way, like I. Everyone wants to see the Suns win. Everyone wants to see Chris Paul get that ring. But at the same time, like, everyone wants to see Giannis get his ring. I, I don't really think that there's not, like, this year it was, last year it was like, oh, well, the Lakers are going to win the finals. Like, there's no question about that at all. And that, that was, like, shitty. Nobody wanted to see that. It was in a bubble. Like, oh, wow, LeBron gets another ring. AD finally gets his. That's cool. But who cared? This year there's, like, well, Chris Paul after his long career. Is finally going to get his ring, potentially get his ring. Giannis is going to get his ring. I mean, you have all these superstars, like you said, that don't have rings, that are just, they need one to help, to help boost them in their, their career. Like Devin Booker has gotten not a lot of respect from a lot of people. I'm one of them. Yes. If he can, if he can at least help 
not as much. Chris Paul is probably going to win the Finals MVP if they win it. If if Phoenix wins the series and Paul is like twenty two, nine and nine, it like book it. He's yeah. got the Finals MVP. If Devin Booker can be like slightly behind him, then he'll get a lot more credit from a lot of people. And I mean, it's the same thing with Giannis. Yeah, you said earlier. Well, if the Bucks win, it's Giannis. Like, yeah, as long as he plays, which. Yeah, I've heard know, rumors that, game three is when he might be back. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured because they're basically going to say, well, if maybe we can steal one on the road and then, you know, have him healthy for the first home game. But, boy, what a that, – that's the only way this series is dampered, if he can't go. Now, how much how much credit do you think Giannis gets from the people that have been talking a lot of shit about him? So, say he comes back game three. The Bucks lose game one and two. Comes back game three. Maybe loses one game, but then sweeps in the rest. So they win the series 4-3. If the Bucks win the series 4-3? Yes. I mean, that's... You're you're talking about a serious impact that you have on your team. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm never going to put Giannis in the best player of the world category. I just don't think he's ever going to be mentioned there. But if... I mean, you know, he's a Hall of Famer anyways. Like, he's going to be in the Hall... He has two MVPs. You're getting in the Hall of Fame. But, like, you validate that, and now... Your legacy rankings, like, you have to consider Giannis like a top 25 to 30 all-time player. Instant, Like, he wins the finals, your top 30 all-time. He just is. If he, if he plays in the series and they win the finals, instantly a top 30 all-time player. Like, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard's like 25th all-time, basically. If, if, if you write the rankings down, you're going to get to like 25 and you're like, oh, it's Kawhi Leonard. Like, it has to be. Like, Chris Paul right now, I would say is just outside of the top 20 or top 30. Wins a ring here, you're talking like, is he like the 22nd greatest player? Like, he's got to move up in front of Barkley. Yeah. You know, I think he moves up in front of a guy like Kevin Garnett. I think he moves in front of Carl Malone and potentially John Stockton. Like, you could say people love John Stockton. I think he's, you know, the great, he has the all time assist record. It is what it is. But like, Chris Paul wins a ring, you know, you, you've got to mention like, hey, that matters. And, you know, he's three times now, four times he's, you know, just revitalized the franchise. Yeah. If you look at winning percentages of teams, like, before he gets there, I want to say the Pelicans, or the Pelicans, the Hornets, before he was drafted by the Hornets, their winning percentage was, like, 220 or 320. He gets there, and it's 610. Goes to the Clippers. Their winning percentage was 410. It was, like, 680. The Rockets went from 580 to, like, 720. And Phoenix went from 400 or like 400 to I don't know how many games they won this year, but it was like 640. Like he wins everywhere he's gone. He is the Thunder. The Thunder were trying to tank, and he's like, Nah, we're getting the fifth seed, and we're going to Game Seven against the Rockets. Like that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're mad about that? I forgot. You're you're still salty because the Thunder's uh, their tank jobs and their. We're going to have every pick under the sun isn't turning out the way you wanted it. It's the easiest thing to tank, and you just can't do it. It's impossible. We're just not good at it. No, we're not really good at being good, at and we're not good at being you bad. Know, it's I, just, just... I didn't want to bring this up, but off, of, off the topic, I did go through and look at some of the Thunder's picks that they have coming up. They're not as good as you think they are. Like the Clippers picks yeah, I know. and the Rockets picks, like yeah, I know. the way that they convey, they're not that good. I'm just, I, just, I didn't want to really like bring this up, but... You went there with the tanking thing, and you guys really need to finish last. 
Your your team needs to finish last. You can't count on other teams to finish last. Uh, thanks. I, I appreciate it. It's, yeah, you, of course. You want the number one pick, you got to finish last. Have fun with Jonathan. Uh, you kind of don't even have to finish last. You're on the number one pick. You know what's bad? Like, Scotty Barnes is like best case scenario for you guys, and you're not getting him. Scotty Barnes is going to go like fourth in the draft, and he's probably like going to be the second best player in the draft, to be honest. <laughs> you guys are getting Jonathan Kaminga. Like, that really sucks. Book Knight. <laughs> Hey, Book Knight's good. I, like I know. Book I that's a, that's a, I would be happy if we if we stay where we are. Just take him. Reach. I don't care. Reach on him. So you want to move into predictions, or do you have more of the? Uh, no, I have I have some coincidences with these two teams. Phoenix and Milwaukee both joined the league in 1968. They were part of the, the expansion that doubled the league or that made the league 14 teams. In 1969, Phoenix and Milwaukee were part of the coin flip. To get Kareem. So, like, 69... Can you explain that a little bit to me? Because I don't... Okay, so... I don't really know much about that story. The rules are different now. They didn't have the lottery back then. So the way it worked was the two teams with the worst record... With the two worst records would, like, flip a coin. And whoever won the coin flip would get the first pick. So, Phoenix and Milwaukee both had the the two worst records that season. They're sitting in a room with, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar... And basically, who's going to get him? You know, because he he was going number one, that he's the greatest college player of all time. Like it's not even close. And Milwaukee ends up winning the coin flip, and you know Phoenix misses out on that, and that that's like you know that would change the entire history of basketball. Potentially. Who went number two? I don't even remember. I I don't remember. It's not something I can look up. If you want to look it up, go ahead. I got gotcha. you. The Suns and Bucks have actually played each other one time in the playoffs. It was in 1978 because the Bucks were part of the Western Conference. The Bucks won 2-0. I said P.J. Tucker played with the Suns. Uh, the Torrey Craig thing. Mikhail Bridges and Dante DiVincenzo were teammates at Villanova where they won two titles together. DiVincenzo's not going to play, though. He's injured. Neil, Neil Walk. Neil Walk, yeah, yeah. Who? Eight years. Yep. In the league. Yeah, it wasn't. Played know. 568 games compared to... Creams, cream, the all-time leading, yeah, the all-time leading scorer, yeah, six-time M- or six-time MVP or five-time MVP, six finals, like you know, one of the five greatest players in NBA history. Yeah, <laughs> the most unstoppable move ever. Like that's literally what Phoenix missed out on over a coin flip, and and that's how it used to go. Like the '84 draft is the last one that they used the co- the coin flip, and you were either getting Hakeem or you're getting Sam Bowie. And then that Michael guy was coming third, but nobody was taking him one or two. You missed out on Hakeem. Like, you know, it, it's happened a lot of times in history. There's one guy and everybody wants him, and, you know, you just a coin flip decided it. Budenholzer and Monty Williams, both San Antonio Spurs assistant coaches at one point, and uh, Monty Williams played for Coach Pop, too. So statistically, this draft is just bad. I'm looking at it. Still. Oh, you're looking at the 69 draft? Yeah. I, yeah, like, I mean, g- give, me, give me the rundown on that. Who went, like... So, Kareem played, obviously, the most years, yeah. 20 years. Um, I think next that I'm looking at is 13, Bob Dandridge. Yep, Bob Dandridge is a good player. And then I think after that, there were three people, because this was a big, like, I didn't realize how big their drafts were back then. Well, they had a lot of rounds, because they would do, like, how baseball takes, like, uh... Yeah. Local picks. 
You could just keep taking guys. You, there was no like cap. Yeah. On how many guys you wanted to draft. Like if you wanted to keep picking players, you could keep picking players. So the guys that played twelve years, Steve Mix. Yep. Drafted by Detroit. Um and you got ten years, Norm Van Leer. Drafted by the Bulls. You got another twelve in JoJo White. JoJo White. And eleven Hall of eleven Celtics. Bingo Smith. Bingo Smith. <laughs> and then a ten with Lucius Allen. Yeah, I mean, just you're you're rolling through those names and you don't even know who they are. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it was Kareem or nothing, and you know that's a tough loss. Yeah, it is. I mean, at least they got at least the Suns got eight years out of a guy, but I mean, you're you're missing out on twelve years that you're, you would have had your star player, and I you're you're I don't know what the Suns team looked like back then, but if you have your if you have Kareem on your team, you're automatically a title contender. Well, what's funny is. So, the Celtics won two titles in the 70s. They beat Kareem in the finals, okay, with the Bucs. And then they beat Phoenix in 1976. And, like, the 76 series is one of the greatest final series of all time. So, both teams get to the finals and lose to Boston. But both teams could have had Kareem. And one of them did. Yeah, and one of them did. Like, if Phoenix had Kareem, they would have killed everybody. Paul Westfall was an incredible player in the 70s. Like, they probably would have won, like, three or four titles then. Yeah. And, and the Lakers might never get Kareem if he's in Phoenix because, I mean, he hated Milwaukee. He, was, he wasn't from the you know, he wasn't from the Midwest. He was from the West Coast. That's where he went to school. He went to school at UCLA. Like, Phoenix, LA, you could probably get away with that. He might never go to the Lakers, and you might be talking about the Lakers not having the dynasty they had in the 80s. Like... Yeah, and let's just look at UCLA. I know we're off topic here. Oh but God, UCLA has, has had Kareem go number one, and then this Lucius Allen guy go number three. And how bad do you think that guy feels? Like, well, I went number three, but I'm still always going to be in the shadow of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because I went in the same draft, two picks behind him, and here I am. I played half of his career, less than half of the games that he played, and I'm not even close to the amount of points that he scored in his 20-year career that is wild like did UCLA win a title that year I'm assuming so in 69 yeah well Kareem never or well Luol Cinder he never lost uh oh I didn't know he, that. he won every year he was in college oh I didn't know that yeah. huh. for four-time NCAA champion four-time uh most outstanding player award in the tournament gotcha gotcha yeah, he's, he's the greatest college basketball player of all time like, uh, yeah I mean close. I knew that but I didn't know like that he won four titles. Yeah, they were unstoppable. You couldn't huh. beat them. I mean, remember, they changed the rules for him. You couldn't dunk. They changed the rules so that he couldn't dunk the basketball because he was so good. It's Wilt, Wilt claims that was his rule, but it was Kareem's rule. I, I love Wilt. I'm one of the biggest Wilt fans ever, but that was Kareem's rule. It just was. Yeah, I, that's just nuts to me. Like, I even though the, I'm past the Kareem going one because everyone knows how good Kareem is and He's my number one center of all time. But, I mean, then I'm looking at the UCLA, and, I mean, they have two guys going the the first round, and then... And remember, like, Bill Walton was two years later. Yeah. Bill Walton, who's one of the five greatest college then, basketball players ever, too. I mean, the next guy from UCLA went in round five, and he must have been so bad that this website, Basketball Reference, which typically has every single basketball player that I need to look up... Is he not listed? No, he's listed. Ken Heights... 
but there's no years played, no game played listed, no nothing. Does it say who drafted him? Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee took him. So I'm assuming yeah. that was a, okay, so, we took a friend of Kareem's. Do they flip for every pick or just no, the number one? No, just the number one Because pick. Phoenix has every number one pick of every other round except for round two, which Chicago must have gotten there for their second round pick in a trade that happened. But yeah, no, I mean, Milwaukee drafted another UCLA guy with the, their fifth round pick. and I'm he, assuming he just was on the... He must have not even played a game. Yeah, I'm going to guess that was like, oh, he's my friend. Can you take him for me so I can hang out with him? Yeah, and then, I mean, they started going a little bit after that, but, I, I mean, still, like... Because, like, there is... If you go through some of the records on that stuff, there are players taken in, like, the 60s and the 70s that are just family friends of, the like, the team owners, and they would just take them and be like, oh, you got drafted by the Lakers. Like, isn't that cool? And, you you know, you're never going to play. You're just... You know, it's just for you to show off to your friends and family that you got drafted. Like, you didn't do anything. It's like when... Kids that are high schoolers like get drafted because they threw their name into the you know the fortieth round of the major league baseball draft, and it's like you're never gonna do anything with that. You, they picked you because your name was there. Hey, but still, you got drafted. Did you ever get yeah, drafted? Yeah, exactly. I didn't get drafted. Exactly. You're right. Like, tell you what, they missed out. There was quite a <laughs> career coming out of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Phoenix could become the third team in more than forty years to win the championship after missing the playoffs the previous season. The 07-08 Celtics did that, and the 1920 Lakers did that. So, which, obviously, that's a pretty recent thing. Only, you know, two teams have done it in 40 years, So that's and they've all, both been within the last 20. Um, the Bucks are the first team to reach the NBA Finals without a player with previous Finals experience since the 14-15 Warriors. There's just this whole this whole thing is just nuts. This whole this whole final series. I mean, just being able to say that. I mean, PJ Tucker could beat every starting player on the Rockets team that he played with, is nuts. And then, yeah. I mean, you have four four people, four All Stars, getting potentially getting their first rings. You have just it, it's it, you have a, a whole team that has never or a whole organization that has never won a championship and it, another organization that hasn't won a championship since they were in the western conference well it's just it's nuts like both of these teams have had just well especially phoenix phoenix has had like epic playoff letdowns like 2010 was the last time they're in the playoffs they get to the west finals and they run into kobe bryant who's like on a mission but there was a moment in that series where like they had a chance and Ron Artest gets a random rebound and a flip shot to, that goes in at the buzzer. And instead of the Suns being up 3-2, the Lakers are up 3-2, and it was over. And then 2007, Steve Nash, or they're, they're playing the Spurs. And this, that's probably their best team ever, the, the 07 Suns team. They're playing the Spurs, and Steve Nash gets checked into the boards. He gets his face broken, and Amari Stoudemire and Boris Diaw get suspended because they stepped onto the court because there was a scuffle. So they missed the rest of the series. And, like, that changes the series. 0405, like, they weren't quite ready to be there yet, but, like, they were really good. And then 06, Amari Sotomayor gets hurt. You know, he's their, he's their second best player, and he gets hurt, and he misses out. And then, you know, you have the Charles Barkley years in the 90s, and, you, you know, you run into Michael Jordan. Like, there's they've had all these opportunities to win the finals, and it's weird that the one year that nobody expected them to go to the finals, they're in, and they're actually, like, probably going to win. I mean, I'm just 
let, let's do the predictions now because I don't want to I don't want to keep waiting on that. Um, I'm going Suns and six. Suns and four. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Get just out kidding, of here. I got Suns in. I got Suns in five. You got five? Mm-hmm. Really? Um, I don't think Giannis is coming back game three. I think it's going to get pushed to game four. So I think the Suns win one, two, and three. And then you got them winning one, two, and three. I have them winning both games. You have them going one. up three zero. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then I have Giannis coming back game four. The Bucks pull out a win game four, and then the Suns take it home, at home in game five. Can we tangent real quick? Yeah. I want to talk about this for for 30 seconds. Tampa Bay Lightning. The mayor of Tampa is trying to convince the Tampa Tampa Bay Lightning to choke game four. Oh, okay. Yeah. To try to win game five at home. You saw the coach's response, right? No, I didn't. Okay, so the coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, forgive me, not a Lightning fan. I know one player on the Lightning. He was asked that in a press conference. And he's like, hell no. Yeah, like, exactly. We're not doing that. Like, we're we're trying to win. I, I he's like, I'd love to win it in front of our home fans, but you don't want to give the team momentum yeah. at all. The sports gods will come to come down to L- listen, make you pay to do in, that. In different sports, like if this was baseball or if this was basketball, I I could see that. There there have been teams in the past, like the um the fourteen Spurs intentionally lost a game because they wanted to win it wherever they want it. Um there have the the 08 Celtics they wanted to win that in Boston they it's been recorded they threw game 5 like that's known hockey's a different story you you do not give up momentum in hockey yeah. like momentum is the most important it it doesn't matter who's on your roster if you got fucking momentum in hockey like you roll with it yeah, you exactly. don't change a damn thing no they need to come out and just stomp on the throats of the Canadians. Yes. Just get the series over with. Wipe them out. Yeah. So uh, that's all I wanted. To, I just wanted to see if you saw where that. Where did that because even come from? I saw just, it on Twitter earlier. Right. So, but like, like, where I, did that come I, from I just saw, now? Well, no, I saw, I, we were talking 3-0, and then like it just, something clicked in my brain. I was like, hockey, 3-0. And it, it, just, it just clicked. So, yeah, I, I think Giannis comes back game four, the Bucks tweak it out, and then the Suns win it in Phoenix. Also, Tampa Bay, like city of champions right now. <laughs> this is wild. They've got the hot... They're, they just won the Stanley Cup last year. They're probably going to win it this year. You got, you know, Tampa just won the Super Bowl. The Rays were in the, the World Series last year. Like, city of champions, baby. Jesus. Tom Brady shows up and everything changes. It's ridiculous. It's wherever he goes. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> so, yeah. And you got you guys. You yeah, I got sons and six. six. I mean, look. I have a feeling Milwaukee's going to steal one on the road. They're, they're a good road team. They, they, they can win on the road. And... But I also think Phoenix will win one on the road because they've been the best road team in basketball all season. So I have a feeling it's going to be split 2-2 going into game five, and Phoenix will go back home, and they'll win game five, and then they'll win game six. I just think they, I, I think that's how the series is going to go. Um, don't be shocked if Milwaukee wins game one. Like, Phoenix has been resting for a while. So, you know, sometimes that can, that can hurt you. Um, I will say I have been... My uh, I my basketball predictions have been like my UFC predictions recently. Bad? Real bad. Yeah. I had the Hawks beating the Bucks in seven. I think I had the Clippers beating the Suns. It, well, it's just yeah. I had the uh, the Nuts beating the Bucks, but I mean that was before everything had happened. So yeah, my predictions haven't been great as of late in, in the uh basketball. So I'm sorry to any Suns fans that might be listening because I might have just ruined it for you because I I don't know. I just I haven't been able to predict any sort of sports lately. 
Well, let me let me make the case for Milwaukee. Let me let me do the devil's advocate thing here because, like, there's a there's a really good chance Milwaukee wins the series. You you need Giannis to be healthy, but the problem that Phoenix is going to have is who defends him because what Phoenix doesn't have is great size. Like their wings are undersized in general. Jay Crowder's only six six. He's he can't affect Giannis in the paint. You know, you you have Mikhail Bridges. Well, you know, he's not really big. He's six foot seven, but he's thin. You have Cam Johnson, another guy. He doesn't have like you're looking at Tory Craig right now as probably your best bet to defend him. And like I like Tory Craig, or, but I mean, offensively you throw DeAndre and Adam. Yeah, but here's the thing. Milwaukee's gonna go big. They're gonna play Brooke Lopez. Yeah. And Lopez is good enough to dist- I mean, we've seen it in every series so far. When Lopez is on the floor offensively, he's good enough to dominate anybody. He just is. And, like, if Milwaukee can put Phoenix in a situation where they're having to defend Middleton, you know, Drew Holiday is going to be on the floor. But, it, like, if it's, if, it's Mil- if it's Giannis, Middleton, Brooke Lopez, uh, P.J. Tucker, and Drew Holiday, and Tucker's hitting shots, like, that's trouble for Phoenix. Because Middleton is going to be taller than he's he's going to be longer and taller than any guy on the floor except for Aiden, for Phoenix. Like Middleton is six eight. So the, the Suns are going to put Chris Paul on Drew Holiday. He's just going to. I mean, what you're going to hope for is that Chris Paul doesn't get hunted. Yeah. By the, you know, by Giannis in the post, and and Chris Paul can hold his own, but like, you don't want him to get in foul trouble either. And well, the, the the saving grace for the Suns is that Gian, Giannis is, is is pretty much certainly out for games one and two. Yeah, he's out. I think. I, look, there's a there's a chance that the gods come down and say you're going to be healthy, but I I just don't see him being ready by game two. I'm still going to say like I get that that X-ray came back clean, but that knee has got to be well, it's hyperextended. Yeah, for like, sure. That that's tough to to want to say. Hey, we're going to throw our star player out there. Potentially early, like I mean, they have a timeline of game three, like I've said millions of times now. But what's to say that they don't say, "Hey, let's wait till game four. Especially if they squeak one out on the road. If they can win one on the road, you might buy yourself some time. Yeah, because we've seen it with with Milwaukee on the road. Their bench guys don't play well, but they get home, and Bryn Forbes can get hot. Like that dude can get stupid hot. And Connaughton, as much as I think that he's almost unplayable in this series, because what's going to happen is Chris Paul is going to get out there and be like, "Oh." Pat Connaughton, why don't you march out here on this screen I'm going to set, and you and I are going to go for a little dance. Like, that's what's going to happen. He's going to point whoever's got Connaughton, come here, set a screen. Hey, you and me, we're doing this right now. Because that that's going to be what happens. Whoever is the weak point on defense, because Paul's not going to try to go at Drew Holiday. Like, yeah. Drew Holiday is the best perimeter defender in basketball as far as, like, for defending guards. So, you know, whoever the problem is, Brooke Lopez, hey, come out here. We got, let's go, yeah. you and me. The, the, let's go with my timeline of my Game 5 win for the Suns. So the Suns win Game 1. They take Game 2. Game 3 is when Giannis expected to get back. What if the Bucks say, hey, we're going to send you out. Uh, this is where your timeline was, and you might not be 100%, but you're going out there because we need this win. Because if we go down 3-0, we're, we're not winning. Like, 
it, it, it's going to take a miracle for well, us to come back and win. You know, you get the thing that no team in NBA history has come back from a 3-0 deficit. Like, you know, that scrolls across the screen and everybody's like, oh, it's over. I mean, it is over. It's yeah. just so hard to win four straight games like that. It, yeah. It just is. So... So, so they're gonna throw them out game three. If they get down 0-2, they have to they have to throw him throw him in. I don't I don't see it, even if he's not healthy unless he's seriously hurt and he can't walk without a limp and all that stuff. He's going out game three. And if they don't throw him out game three, they gotta hope that they can pull game three home at, at home in front of the Milwaukee crowd. So let's say they win one at home or one on the road. Even that even then they could say, hey, we we don't even want to take a risk. Let's go first game back. Throw Giannis back out there. Might not be ready. But, I mean, even though, even though, like, he, he might say he's healthy. Game three, throwing him out there would still scare the absolute shit out of me if I'm any Milwaukee guy. Because he's your best player. Without Giannis, you're not where you are. I mean, any team right now gets Giannis, they're an instant title contender. For yeah, the most part. Yeah, yeah you're like, 100% right on that. So you can't even risk game three. Even, like... No doctor can say, hey, he's going back out game three. He'll be healthy because I don't want to take that risk. So game four, you win one at home. Do I still even want to throw him out there game four? Even if we're down 2-1, do I, do I want to throw him out game four? We just won one at home, or we just won one on the road. Maybe we can squeak one out at home too. No? Listen, if it's 2-1, I'm throwing him out there. I don't care what the situation is. If, he's good, if he can play and he says he's good to go, you play him. Can I tell you why I think this injury actually might help the Bucks? Why? So, my issue with Giannis is he tries to be too much like Kevin Durant, LeBron James. He's not Durant. He's not LeBron. He's Shaq. He's Shaquille O'Neal. Like that's that's who he is. Get your butt on the low block, two jet or uh, two drop step moves and a dunk, baby hook. So, like we saw it in in the uh, the net series. When they went to that, when they just dumped him, dumped it down to him on the left side on the low block, he's unstoppable. So if he's put in a situation where his knee is hindering him and he can't play on the perimeter as much and they get put in a spot where, okay, you got to take Lopez out and you put Giannis at the center spot and you make him be the center, he'll torch Aiton. Like, he'll torch him. Aiton can't cover like I like DeAndre Ayton, but defensively, like he can't hang with Giannis. Even if Giannis is injured, like he's too quick for him. He has too many little moves around the basket. He has too many ways to dunk on you. He can't. So if Giannis is forced to become a low post player, I think that's when he's at his best. He's at his absolute best when he is five feet from the basket. He's unstop five feet from the basket, he's unstoppable. You can't stop him at all. So if you're limiting how much he's doing on the perimeter. I think that that's actually beneficial for Phoenix or for Milwaukee. And it forces you to play the I think this is maybe the best lineup in basketball when you put Giannis at the 5 with PJ Tucker, Middleton, um either Forbes or Connaughton and then Drew Holiday. Like other than the the, the Nets lineup that, you know, that's yeah. that's unfair, but all the other teams in basketball, I think that's the best one. Because Giannis is so dominant at that center spot, it's unguardable. There's nobody in the league that can go. Like Anthony Davis on his best day, maybe. That's it. Like that's the only guy. You have one guy that can maybe guard him on his best day. So I actually think the injury could be a kind of a godsend for Milwaukee. 
because it could force them into some stuff that they normally wouldn't do because normally their offense is Giannis kind of plays like a point guard, like LeBron, and I think he's at his worst when he's doing that. I, I like the ball, honestly, on the perimeter in Middleton's hands. When Middleton is well, making... Yeah, but that's why they run Giannis with, at, the, at the point, kind of, because they, they set up a, screen, a high screen, and then Middleton is setting the screen, and then he rolls out for right. the... But I like the ball in Middleton's hands when he's the decision maker, as as the guard, you know, not the screener, but you know, as the guard itself making the decision on who to put the balls, you know, where the ball should go. I actually think he's a really good decision maker, and I liked some of the things he did at the end of the Atlanta series. Like they made him do the Giannis role, and I think that that really changed the series for them. Like it, it put Middleton in a spot where he's not having to look for his shot. He's looking for someone else's shot, and then it gives him a shot. Because as much as I like Drew Holiday, I think he makes a lot of bad decisions. I just think he does. I think he makes a lot of bad decisions, and he's not really a great point guard. Like he doesn't have that Chris Paul in him. I think Middleton actually is the best one of the three at making decisions. Giannis is a really good passer. I like him as a passer, but I'd rather have him down low, and Middleton has to get the ball to him. I think Middleton's a lot craftier to be honest. So, if anything, I think that the injury could could unlock some stuff for Milwaukee that puts them in a good situation. Yeah. I just have a couple more just kind of interesting little um, things. So, all the offense in the league now, like the offensive rating in, in the NBA is just ridiculous at this point. The Nets just shattered the all-time record for like offensive efficiency. Three-pointers, that's what everybody's taking. The mid-range game is dead, right? Chris Paul ranked first in mid-range attempts all season. Number one. Also had the highest percentage of them. Or highest, uh, you know, his his field goal percentage on yep. mid-range shots. Devin Booker took the fourth, mo- fourth most mid-range shots in the NBA all season. Chris Middleton, ninth most mid-range shots in the NBA. So... Don't tell me the mid-range game is dead. Also, Bucks and Suns rank 1-2 in defensive efficiency all season. So as much as we said that defense doesn't matter, like, you know, it's all offense, you got to score 125 points, like, these two teams are the two best defensive teams of basketball. That still matters. Like, and I've said it, Brooklyn should have been in the finals. Like, if Brooklyn was healthy, it's over. But, you know, every other team, they weren't able to just, cruise through on offense they had to play defense and we saw it you know I mean, and I, I'm gonna give the Clippers credit right now like the Clippers gutted their asses off on defense they fucking worked and they almost pulled it up. like they're two missed free throws away from potentially winning that series basically and you know that's what matters like you still have to play defense to get to the finals talk about the Hawks too yeah Same thing. Hawks really good defense all the way around yeah. I thought I mean even Trey Young, like you saw it, he he tried. There was effort out of him on yeah. defense. I like to see that. Um, so, so you have Suns in four or five. Yes, I almost just talked myself into Milwaukee in six. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, the, you almost talked me into Milwaukee in seven, but I think it's a cop out, and I don't want to do that. I, like I've I've almost talked myself. Into, I've been going back and forth. I just don't want to pick against Phoenix because it just seems like it's their year. If I switch, it'd be I'm I'm giving the Bucks another game. It'd be Suns and six instead of Suns and five. Like, and I think it's going to be one of those two. Suns and five is a stretch, but I think they can do it with Giannis sitting. 
So I'm going to stick with that. I, I'm not going to bet against Phoenix at this point. I, I've, you know, I, I just trust him. I trust yeah. Chris Paul down the stretch because look, if you look at the free throw numbers, it's not even close. Like Phoenix in a three point game with a minute to go will just foul you. They will they will foul you, put you on the line. No, they won't foul you. They'll foul Giannis. Well, yeah, they'll foul Giannis. <laughs> yeah, they will. Uh, they'll follow PJ Tucker. Yeah, like they will put you on the line. Say okay, go make two free throws. And then when it's their turn to take the ball, they'll come down and you'll have to follow them. And they'll say, mm, we got three guys that shoot almost 90% from the line. Like, have fun. You know, yeah. they'll just make it a free throw count. So any game that's close where Phoenix has the lead, they have such an advantage just from the fact they're going to make free throws. And Milwaukee, like, people are giving Giannis a lot of shit. He's made a lot of free throws. He has. And he's not afraid to take them. Like, he's good getting fired. Okay, you followed me. I'll go to the free throw line. I'll take my one. Yeah, it's only one, but I'll take it. And when you're in foul trouble in minute 46, like, congratulations. Now you can't follow me because every single one of your guys has five fouls. And if we go to overtime, I'm good. Like, let's go. So, yeah, I, I, I almost have talked myself into Bucks though. I, I just, I think that there's a lot of, I don't want to, though. I, I've, I've, had, I, I've liked Phoenix, you know? And I did say whoever came out of the West I thought was going to win. But I, I think there's a lot of stuff that Milwaukee could unlock that can really hurt Phoenix. Def- like, they're going to have a hard time defending Giannis if he's good to go. Yeah, no, I are. agree. So, I want to transition really quick into the Euros. We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it again. Semifinals have been set. First game's tomorrow at 3 p.m. Italy versus Spain. Spain being your team. Yes, sir. El Rojo. Um, I mean, it's uh, that, that. I think that's the better of the two games. Oh, come but on. You think the that's the better game, of the okay, two it's games? It's the better of the two games, but the other game is England-Denmark. Like, nobody likes watching England play soccer, but Italy didn't look great against Belgium. Spain hasn't looked good all tournament long. They've squeaked out games against Switzerland, who had 10 guys and one in PKs, and then they, they squeaked out My a game. God, and they almost lost in penalties, too. I mean... That yeah. was like the most pe- pathetic penalty win I've ever seen. Like, and then they they beat Croatia by two. Congratulations! Like, I'm happy for you. In extra but, time, like Italy, they conceded two yeah. goals in like six minutes at the end of the game. Italy is the same. They didn't look good against Belgium. They beat Austria. Congratulations! Wait, wait, you didn't think they looked good against Belgium? I think they looked better than Belgium looked against well, Italy. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I thought Belgium looked pathetic. But, like, they squeaked out a win against Austria 2-1. Congratulations. This is the best competition both of these both of these teams has ha- have had, realistically. Like, this should be the best competition that both of these teams have had. One of them's going to choke. I think this, game, this game's going to go down, like, 3-1. Well, I think the problem is, for Italy, is probably not going to be able to go. And he was the best player oh, on yeah. the field yeah. against Belgium. Like he made everything happen for Italy. I mean, I'm clocking in a Spain win. I want Italy to win. I'm clocking. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> get away from us. You are the absolute jinx. I, I you, want Italy picked, to win. You've picked France. You've picked Belgium. You've picked Germany. Get the fuck out of here. We don't want any I, part of you. You take Italy right now. I want Italy to win, but I'm picking Spain. Okay, you want Italy to win. That's all I needed to hear. Like we're then, good now. Like, we got this. The other game on Wednesday, three o'clock, England, Denmark. England, God, who wants to? England hasn't had a good game. Like they've had good games, but they haven't played against a good team. Like they played against an old Germany, who Germany loses and Tony Cruz retires. Tony Cruz was is one of your better players. You beat them too well. Mueller is God. How old is he now? Like thirty seven. He's an old. He's ancient. 
And then you beat Ukraine. Wow, congrats. You beat Ukraine. You beat Ukraine, who, who was missing. Shouldn't even been there. Who was missing two of their top eight players because they received second yellows yeah. in the Sweden game. So, so like, you beat a banged up Ukraine team that played 120 minutes against Sweden in a absolute bloodbath of a match three days prior. Like, so can we talk about having like the easiest road to the finals? Like France would have, but they lost to Switzerland. So there's nothing I could do about that. So like, let's go Denmark, but England's probably going to win. Like I've England's going to win. I've been rooting for Denmark the entire time because Christian Eriksen went down with that seizure. Like they have something to play for. I want to see him win with like without him and bring it home for him. But yeah, I just they're can't not going see to. It. So I'm going to predict an, an England Spain final. And then who, who do I root for? I hate England. Like I hate Raheem Sterling, so I don't want to see him win. I hate almost all of England actually. And then Spain, Spain will like, ticky tack England to death. And it's like so like if it's Spain England, I'm going to be I'm going to be rooting for whoever is playing against Spain, because. Unless Spain loses to Denmark miraculously, which they can. No, no. England has chokes. Denmark. Denmark is the team Spain doesn't want to play because yeah. they don't. Spain always does poorly against teams that are underrated. Yep. A- they always. Every time they play someone that's not a powerhouse, it looks like a shit show for them because I think they think they're going to stroll onto the field, pass the ball around for 90 minutes, dominate the clock, and be like, oh, wait, we forgot to score a goal. England's choke job could come out. They, they choke. A lot, and it's yeah. a, it's about time it's that they like do. Ten, they are due. They are due for a choke so, job. Uh, realistically speaking, I'm, I'm I'm predicting a Spain England final. I'm rolling with the Danes, and then I have. I think the, the like, Danes are going to. Oh, it I, off. I hope the Danes. I think they are. I, like, I I think England is is they're due. Like their choke is coming. It, uh, it's up here. the Denmark. I mean, let's let's go. Um, and then if it's Spain England, I, I have to go for Spain. I can't root for England. I've no, been stay away from us. I've been I don't want against you. them the entire time. Listen, but if, the, here's if, the, I'm at such a crossroads because if it's Spain and England, I root for Spain. I have to hear your, you talk your ass off for the next four years about how Spain just won a world title. And then they, if, I, if I, Spain pulls off winning this Euro after the last eight years of absolute depressing football, it, it'd be the most miraculous title win Maybe in the last sixty years, and then if I if England wins, I have to listen to all these English, English, oh, men, or God. all these English people talk about how soccer is back in England and England's the best team in the world. And it's like, bro, you you've won <laughs> one world anybody cup. in this like, tournament. Their slogan is two world wars and one world cup. How sad is that? You're yeah. happy about one world cup winning? You you've been like statistically the best football team for the past. However, whoever knows how long, like you have had a very good roster every single World Cup since I can remember. And and you're yeah. and you're gonna sit here and tell me that like two world wars and one world cup is your best slogan that you can come up with? Congratulations, that's sad. Like, yeah, the Euros right now. I'm just so irritated. Like, I'm not mad that France. I am mad that France got out. Like, there, like there's a little bit of like there's toxicity within me that like I just don't want to see any of these teams win. I hope like a meteor comes and hits the world so we don't even have to have the finals of the Euros. So, but yes, it's uh, like. Spain, England, I'm going to lock it in. And I'm not even rooting for the teams I want to win because I just can't see myself. like. But I'm hoping now now that my my like jinx streak keeps going. You. So like Italy, Denmark's the final. You, and then I don't care who wins. Like I'll be rooting for Denmark. But like the Euros have been fun. Uh, whenever there's international soccer, I'm loving it. But Well, that's why I'm the international. I, I, I like club soccer, but I can't watch it weekly. It's been so Listen, Gold Cup starts this weekend. USA yes, Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, eight thirty. TBD. They don't know who they're playing yet, but listen, I'm hyped Let's just for that. Face Mexico right away. 
No, Mexico plays somebody else. Oh, they? they yeah, they it's Mexico and TBD. I haven't seen United any of States, the gold, TBD. gold Cup games um, yet. No, nah, I'm hyped for this Gold Cup. Like we're going to go Gold Cup right into the Olympics. Like great international sports going on right now. I love it. You yeah. NBA's going to end and international sports is going to begin. Like I love this time of year. Yeah. I mean, realistically, unless Mexico and US meet up somewhere along the way, it's going to be a, a Mexico US final. Yeah. I I who yeah, I, I mean, what are we you, are we rooting for Qatar, Jamaica? Canada is probably the next best. Costa Rica's in there too, but it's but it's Costa also, Rica will have a chance. They always play well. It's also the US. Like we lost to Trinidad and Tobago playing on cow fields and it was just like don't make me I'm so <laughs> you're going to depress me. Like I North Macedonia was the worst team in the Euros and I have a feeling that if we played a three game series against North Macedonia the U.S. I think it, we would lose one we'd game. We probably lose one game. And yeah, North, I think and we, would. we have a way better Listen, team than them. Iceland might sweep us, like three zero Iceland. I know Wales could beat us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? You're making me depressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm finally starting to feel good about our U.S. team. Like I can't until they show not, me why something. Not? I can't. That last Mexico game, like. That was a huge win. They were down twice in that game. Yeah, you want to know what? I was happy with how the U.S. were performing, and then we lost to Trinidad and Tobago and didn't even make the group stage of the World Cup. So, look at that. No, no, no. no. Why are you bringing up something from four years ago? Or actually longer than that, six years ago now. Because it happens every four years. Yeah, like, why, why, why do we're, I ever need relax. to get hyped about this Listen, stuff? Listen, we're back in the happy, you know, we have good vibes Coming out of this, we're feeling good. Don't we, ever say that again. That Mexico game, like three weeks ago, made us feel, or four weeks ago, made us feel good. Like Pulisic, we're we're good. All right, Weston McKinney. All right, everything is good. Who are your Euros predictions? You got Spain, England yeah, too. I got, no, I got Spain, Denmark taking the Danes. England's due. They're due. Their their time is here. Like I would be happy. The choke job is coming. Let me tell you something. I just need Sterling. every Man City player out of the Euros. And the only team, the only two teams that don't have any Man City players are Italy and Denmark. So, like, I'm rooting, really rooting for them hardcore. I might be ordering an Italy and Denmark jersey, like, next day express. Immobile? Like, Immobile jersey? No, I'd uh, probably get, like, a, a Bonucci jersey. A Bonucci? And then an Ericsson Denmark Kalani? jersey. Kalani? Kalani? No. Kalani? Sorry, I can't. I always want to say Cellini, too, It's but it's Kalani. It's just, it, it's, it's. It's not a fun time. It hasn't been fun since France lost. Nah, you've been like depressed for what a week now. Yeah, it's been it's been rough for you. No bueno. Yeah, it has been a week. Wow, a week. What a wild what a wild week for, <laughs> for international soccer. Like they lost on the twenty. I still can't believe Belgium played that bad. I mean, that was really you were screaming for Kevin De Bruyne to do something. Where was he? You, he wasn't. You he wasn't gonna play because he was hurt. Him and Lukaku, I couldn't find him. Other Lukaku than that penalty, scored. Other like, than that, oh, off a penalty. Good for you. You scored on a penalty, and then you you gave him shit for for missing a header that was rocketed at his head, and he missed by a little bit. Like he because he didn't have to try to flick it in. He just had to put a head on. The keeper no, was I, completely out of I position. Agree. They both played bad, but I mean, Lukaku deserves more credit than Dubrina does. De I Bruyne, think Lukaku was awful. Dubrina didn't show up. The, I, I there was a span of like thirty minutes where I just didn't even know if Dubrina was on the field or not. Well, remember like, he? Remember they had that breakaway, and, and yeah, he was at the eighteen. He was at the edge like, of the oh, eighteen. You're like, like, rip it, rip it, and he like, just he passes it up, and it causes a turnover. And we're like, wow, you're the best midfielder in the world, and you just—I mean, the game was two one though. It up. 
It was 2-0, and then they get that penalty kick, and you're like, oh, wait, Belgium's, you know, they got a chance here. And, and then, then they almost go down and score right after, too. Yeah. And, like, like to not even have an op- I don't even think Belgium created a good chance in the second half. I don't know, they created two good chances and it just got messed up both times. No, no, I mean like an actual attempt on goal. Oh, no, Donnarumma played a hell of a game in the net for for Italy. But but I felt like in the second half there wasn't a legitimate spot where I was like, they're going to score here. Oh, yeah. Like, like I felt like Italy had so many opportunities and they just continuously put pressure on Italy choked a lot of opportunities away, too. Yeah, they did. They missed three or four opportunities to score. And, like, that'll hurt them against Spain because... Look, we all Spain loves the ball. They're they're gonna have like an eighty percent possession rate, and like Italy's not gonna get as many chances against them as they did against Belgium because Belgium will turn the ball over because they're good playing an up and down style. Spain will just pass it between their back third the entire game and they don't care. They'll go to extra time. They'll go to penalty kicks, and I wish they wouldn't because they've looked like shit in their last five penalty matches. But like they'll go there. They they don't have a problem doing that. They they will go to those. So let's go Italy and Denmark. All right. Did you have something else you wanted to bring up or are we going to our... Oh, yeah. The match is. Well, I don't know if this will be out Tuesday. It might before the match. Well, it's, but... it's the day before the match. The match is on the 6th. We're recording this on the 5th. Over... I mean, it's Tommy and Phil. I think so. I mean, uh, Phil is really good in these. Uh, yeah. I think Bryson Bryson sucks. without his caddy is terrible. It, it's, we almost don't even need to talk Bryson about it. Bryson is terrible. Because if Bryson and Rodgers pull this off, like, I'll just be shocked. Over hammer. under. If you're betting on this, hammer Tom Brady and Phil to win this. Over under on how many Brooks Kepka jokes are made. By Tom? By, anybody. by anybody. Probably the announcer. I feel like Tom will bring it up, though, because, I mean, we're seeing a different style of Brady here, and he's he's going after everybody. I don't like, think the announcers will. You'll definitely hear some chirp. chirp you don't between. think Bryson will say anything? No, I think he'll. You don't think Tom he'll says. bring it up? No, I don't think Bryson will say anything about Brooks. I think Tom will say something to Aaron, to Rodgers and Bryson about Brooks and the, the field goal. And the field the goal. I was just going to ask you over under on how many references Brady makes to Rodgers being able to make his own decision. I mean, I'm hoping that they're wearing mics. Like, I oh yeah, they're mic'd up. Yeah, they're going to be like, mic'd. Yeah. I, like, what Listen, time, what Phil. Time start uh, five o'clock tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah, like, like I gotta play softball at five thirty. I'm. I just gotta pitch. I'll be fine. Like, I'm gonna I'm have DVR <laughs> in it. I'm like, DVR. Oh yeah, I'll probably oh, just do wait. that. Shit, game one of the finals is tomorrow night. I might have to watch this on Wednesday. To be honest, I can't do that because I just I'll forget and I'll see it on like Facebook or something. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're both actually, on the we're Jesus. both on the Brady Philly train. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not rooting against Brady. Are you kidding me? I got Brady. Oh, but, yeah. like, tomorrow's a crazy day. You got Spain, Italy at 3 o'clock, and then you have the match at 5, and then game one of the NBA Finals is at 9 o'clock. Like, Jesus, the, the ratings tomorrow for TV are going to be off the charts. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I should just take tomorrow off from work. I think I, I think I might have to. Oh, yeah, you have to work tomorrow night. I do have to. I got I was going to say day. same, but I, I work until 4, so I don't, there'd be no point. Yikes. All um, right. There was, I think there was one other question, sports Oh, no, it's my random question. Never mind, we're good. We can get into rankings now, unless there's anything else you need to bring up. No, I'm good. Um, So we did movies on the last podcast. We're going to do a movie subcategory now. We're going to do the greatest... thrown together last minute. Yeah, this is the very last minute. Much time Um, to think about this. Greatest Disney movies of all time. This is not my greatest Disney movies of all time. This is my personal favorite. Also, we didn't throw in any Avengers or... Star Wars in there because, I mean, if realistically speaking, that's not 
that's not Disney stuff. So, all right. Um, Tamara's going to join us now, and let's kick it off. Do either of you have an honorable mention? I have three. Okay. Because I made my whole list of movies, and I wrote down like 15 of them because I couldn't just decide 10. But I have The Second Lady in the Tramp, Scamps Adventure. Nope. That's on your list? <laughs> That's I, honorable mentions, yeah. Honorable mention even. Wow. So that would be like 13? I don't, those weren't really like in any order. It was just... But it'd be 11, 12, or 13? Yeah. You're wrong. Okay, go for it. <laughs> it's her personal list. She's wrong. Inside Out. Is that the emotions one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it, yeah. So you've seen that? I've never seen that. I've you've seen never bits seen and pieces. Inside Out. I, think, I never got to watch it. I think that's my sister's favorite, so I think I've seen a little bit of it, yeah. And then The Aristocats. I knew that was going to be mentioned. <laughs> I, I know I've you like that. that movie. I've never even seen it. Garrett? I don't have any... I don't know. I didn't... I just... I have two. One of which, like... It's not it's not a good Disney movie, but I've watched it so many times as a kid that I have to it has to be here. Honey, I shrunk the kids. It's just a good movie. It, like it's it's a classic. Like it's not maybe it's not a classic, but it's like one of my personal favorites. And then remember the Titans. I mean it's that's technically a Disney movie and it's I I think it's a very very good sports movie. I think it'd be Oh, I, no, no, it's not technically a Disney oh, movie. Yeah. Like it is a Disney yeah, movie. And it'd be a top 5 sports um, movies if I if I had one, if we made that rank. So here's the thing, like with Disney movies for me, like when I ranked the top 10, basically anything that's not in the top 10 is an honorable mention. Yeah. Me. Like I don't have a good way of putting, you know, I mean, there's a few movies that I don't have, like, like I don't have Tarzan on here. You know, I like Tarzan, but it's just not one of my 10 favorites. Like Toy Story 2 is not on here, but like, yeah. it's, it's, they're all in the same. For, so basically if you're not on my list. Like, congratulations, you're still a great movie. And I mean, it's tough because, like, I have, like, I mean, spoiler alert, we, you guys, everybody that listened to last week's episode knows what mine and Garrett's number one is, but if I could have, like, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 all on my list, I would, but, like, I just didn't feel Diversity. comfortable doing that. Yeah, I, it's more of just, like, I don't, you don't want to hear me say the same thing over and over and over again. With that being said, let's kick into our, our top 10. Tamara, why don't you start us off with your number 10? Princess and the Frog. Kind of figured that was going to be on yours. Not on my list. Didn't really think it was going to be on either of yours, but... It's a good movie. I, yeah. I like I, that movie. You know, I, I, I saw fun. that. I like the songs First, in it. I saw that in the theaters. We took a class trip to that when I was younger. You just took a class trip <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, because we were movie. talking about like Louisiana and all that stuff. How old were you when that movie came out? Uh, like 11? Fourth grade? Fourth... Wait, wait, wait. That, you were in fourth grade when that came out? Hang on. Let me look up what year it came out. That's like wild. 2009. So I was nine years old. Oh my God. Yeah. Like fourth grade. Yeah. Jesus. I think I was perfect actually. I think it was, that's exactly fourth grade. I would not like wow. to know the year that the rest of these came out because that made me feel old. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I mean 2009 that came out. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like in sixth grade. Jesus. Yeah. We're all so old. All right. Uh, Andrew, give me your number 10. The Incredibles. Okay. This one I was going to put on the list, but like, I, j I don't know. I love the movie, but it's not one that I've watched really more yeah. than like five times. I love the movie. I've just, it's like, okay, yeah, I like The Incredibles. It's a great movie. You know, yeah. But I like it. So I'm not going to knock you for that. Is one. that your number 10 or are you? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> uh, my number 10 is Glory Road. I've never I, seen this that. This is the movie that I told both you guys you've never even heard of or seen. So it's one of those Disney sports movies. 
Um, it is about the, oh, God, 1950, 1965 or 1964 Texas Southern team. It was the first ever college basketball team to start an all-black starting five. Um, it's a great movie, uh, really historical, has a good ending to it. I mean, obviously, the ending is they win the national championship. Spoiler alert, if you know you don't know who Texas Southern is, go look them up. But, um, you know, it, it's a good movie about, like, you know, social justice and that kind of stuff. Like, I just, it's a really good movie. I like it. Yeah. Tamara, number nine. All right, Garrett, number nine. Yeah, way, to, way to beat Johnny <laughs> on the spot there. Jesus. Uh, my number nine is Meet the Robinsons. Oh, that is such a good movie. Classic, classic movie, right? Like, how many times have you seen Meet the Robinsons? You know, like, I, not much, but okay, it's a but very like, good movie. I have a big head and little arm. You know, the T Rex. Yeah. As soon like, as you said that movie, that's exactly what popped into my yeah, head. Yeah, right. Like, I was scrolling through the list because I had to look up every Disney movie because, like, they had there was a big list I found, and I was scrolling through and I saw that one. I'm like, first of all, I didn't remember that that was a Disney movie, but then I was like, I think I watched that kid a. Yeah, that kid. I think I watched that movie about a hundred times as a kid. Yeah, you could say kid because it was a kid. I think I was nine when that came out, or like. Eight. No, what I'm saying, the main character. Was oh a kid, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, pretty sure I've seen that movie a hundred times. My number nine is Up. Oh damn it! I had that written in my list of fifteen. Can I change my number ten? Go for it's it. It's Up. <laughs> I forgot about Up. I really like. You that just movie. said that you looked through the entire list of Disney movies. How do you? Forget I must about have scrolled. One? You know, because when I got to like. The W's are down by there. I just kind of scrolled to the end because I already had my 10. Oh, gotcha. I forgot about Up. I like Up. So sad. Yeah. That's my 10. Such a sad movie. Frozen. Okay. Yeah. Frozen's so going to be basic. making an appearance in a minute so here. So basic. It's not even No, no, no. No, you list. can't shit on Frozen. Like, the, the soundtrack in that movie is epic. Everybody knows the soundtrack. It's, yeah, but... Are you ruined. kidding? We just no. drove to Boston over the weekend, and what did you play in the car to hype everybody up? No, yeah, and, then, and then what song did I play after that? A song that we can't even say the words to right now well, because whatever. Travis wanted to listen to it. So it's been it was so over. Like I, I drove to I went to Florida like my senior year of high school to go on a cruise. We had, we had a rental car. We made sure to bring the fo- Frozen soundtrack CD to listen to it in the car ride. I've heard "Let It Go." Probably a thousand times in in my life, and I just so it's kind of just ruined for you. Yeah, the whole movie alone has been ruined for me. I could probably sing four Frozen songs word for word because <laughs> of how many times I've, I've I've heard them, and I haven't watched the movie in like five years. I mean, uh, yeah, I could do that too. You know, like my I had a little sister that was what six, or yeah, exactly. five when that movie came out. Like, come on, it's been. Ruined I've seen for that me. movie a hundred and fifty times easily. I know every word to "Let It Go." Do you want to build a snowman? The reindeer song, you know, they're better than people or whatever. Um, and then the duet between. Um, oh, yeah. We finish each uh, other's sandwiches. Yeah, we finish. Yeah. yeah, whatever that song is called. Yeah, I mean, come on. Everybody knows Frozen. Everybody loves Frozen. Yeah. Surprise, it's not on your list. Just didn't make it. It's, it's an epic movie. Didn't make it, the cut. Listen, Frozen 2, like, I thought Frozen 2 kind of sucked. Didn't but even watch it. Do you know how excited people were for that movie? Didn't watch it. Frozen on Ice at Disney. Like, I went down there, like, a year after Frozen came out and I went to Disney and like the line to get into Frozen on Ice was longer than Wouldn't any that just other be line. Frozen? <laughs> well, they do this they do like the musical on skates, I, dumbass. No. Thanks, asshole. I realized that. I was just I was making a joke. All right. Tamara, number eight, you ready this time? Yes, I am. Mulan. 
Didn't even make my list, but I should have. It's a very it's good movie. Good movie. I like Mulan. So I'll talk about another great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's the What's the most popular song? I'll in make that a movie? man out of you. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Like I it probably just came was out like the live action role play. Didn't I don't like the live. I haven't action. watched it. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I'm gonna take the hate on this one. I think all the live actions suck. I liked Beauty and the Beast. No, I thought it sucked. No, Beauty and the Beast was a good one. No, I. I, I, that's I, fine. I, I have to like respectfully disagree. That's fine. Just personally, I think every single one. And of I cannot wait for Cruella to be free on Disney Plus because I've heard that it's super, super good. Is um, that more of like an adult movie? Kind of. It's every, like every preview I've seen of it seems like it's more adult like. Yeah, and it's like um, Cruella Deville's like backstory. It's not exactly. So that might be something I might like actually, because that seems like it's a little more adult like. I just, I don't know. Like the Beauty and the Beast was fine, but I just I'm like, and this actually isn't the, the original Cinderella was good too. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that. That one was either. one of like the first ones when they started doing the. Live I know actions. I've seen the Lion King one. I've seen the Jungle Book. I've seen Beauty and the Beast. The Jungle Book sucked. Yeah, that did suck. We didn't we go. We to went the to drive-in the drive-ins for yeah. that. Yeah, and that was awful. I think we almost left like mm-hmm. halfway through. We There's were a like live action Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was dumb, really dumb. It's good um, to see it. Give me your eight. Bugs Life. Okay, that would have been like the, the honorable mention if there was one. I, if I put one together, that might have been it. I really love that movie. Um, my number eight is the Robin Hood movie with the an- where they're animals, not like act- the actual Robin Hood movie. I'm but, surprised that's so far down on your list. Well, like I loved that movie as a kid, but some of the like, like the ones in front of it are just really really good. Like I. I would watch them now, honestly. Like Robin Hood, I'm probably not going to watch anytime soon. Like I'm just not. It's a little, you know, whatever. But I, I like that. It was always yeah. funny. There's a lot of jokes. In I, it. I haven't watched Bugs Life since I was like seven. Still a good, good yeah. freaking movie. Yeah. Tamara, back to you, number seven. Tangled. Kind of figured that was going to be on there. I'm surprised <laughs> that's not higher. I thought that was going to be like number two for well, you. Well, I was trying. Like I, I have. Probably too many newer movies on my list, so I was trying to put them down lower. Yeah, but like some of the newer ones are good though. They're like better, I think. Like I said I only have one new movie on my entire list. I I really did. I thought that uh, Tangle was gonna be like number two for you, honestly. Well, once you hear my number two, you'll know why okay. it's not. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, my number seven is Frozen, so we don't have to come to me for that. So we already discussed it. Uh, seven for you, The Jungle Book. Okay. It's All the right. bare necessities, baby. I, I never liked that one. It's not stuck in my head anymore. Stop. It's just... I just... Yeah, I never really liked that movie as a kid. I don't know why. I, I think it was kind of creepy, like, with when the snake does, like, well, the weird thing with his eyes. Yeah, like, like, I don't like snakes, and I think that definitely bothered me as a it's kid. All right. But... Don't, just don't... I'm not gonna... Don't I'm not gonna fight it. you on it. It's yeah. an all-time classic movie. I was just gonna say, it's not a bad movie, but not on my list. No, I just... Not my personal favorite, but like... Fair enough. You can't hate on The Jungle Book. It's one yeah. of the classics. Uh, one of the... Actually, I think that was the last film that Walt Disney, like, actually worked on. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that was the last one. I think I saw that on, like, Pawn Stars or something. Huh. Because one of the guys that did some of the video boards for him, like, he had Walt Disney's signature, and I'm pretty sure like Rick was like, "Yeah, this is the last film that he actually worked on." That's cool. So like that's you know that was like the end of Walt Disney's era himself, and then everything after that is without him. Yeah, I'm gonna bring us into number six. Okay, Monsters Inc. 
Yeah, I thought Good about movie. that one. Um, like, well, if you go back and watch some of the Pixar films, like now, you you don't realize how many adult jokes are in them. The the top ten, my top ten, I'm realizing right now where like, if there's a line that like, you can memorize from the movie, and I remember it, it's probably in my top ten of all time Disney movies, like The Incredibles. Honey, where's my super suit? That whole interaction right there deserves a top ten. Up is just really sad. One of the probably should be probably should be higher. Bugs Life, it's just a very good movie, classic for me. Jungle Book, The Bare Necessities, and now every time I play volleyball, I always seem to get twenty three nineteen as the score, <laughs> and it, it just it, it puts a smile on my face thinking about that entire movie. So twenty three nineteen. So it, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, and I mean it's same thing going up from here. Like I'll you'll you'll understand why. If, going up. If I wasn't so concerned with like having some diversity in this list, I think my top ten could have been all Pixar films. Yeah, honestly. Um, but I I wanted to have some more diversity, and there are other films that I like. Um, films. I, I know. Films. Same thing you did last week. They're movies. They're films, bro. I call them films. Motion pictures. All right, go for it. Go what ahead, is your Tamara. number six? Moana. I knew that was going to be on there. You, I, I could, I knew what your list was going to be. Like, I know you too well with Disney. It's pretty easy. <laughs> well, when Disney Plus first came out, like all of these movies, I've watched them so many times since Disney Plus has come out. Yeah, Disney Plus is like, go. They're gonna destroy the streaming. Like, they're not gonna destroy the. They're gonna destroy the record books on the streaming services. It's ridiculous. Like, Disney is gonna completely stop make putting movies in theaters. Because the stock price and just the ability to, oh, hey, we can put out TV shows, charge people six ninety nine or whatever it is a month, and then you pay $30 in your home, and we don't have to pay a theater rights to purchase... The, like, are you kidding me? Like, you're me? spending that money anyways if you're going to the right. movies to watch one. Yeah. And, like, and if you have a big family, you're spending more than $30. Right, and yeah. them not having to, like, pay money to theaters to put the movies in the theaters, like... like when I, when Disney Plus first came out, I was like, I'll never have that. Like, I have no need. To the watch Mandalorian Disney absolutely Plus. like it. It changed the way people are going to stream stuff. Yeah. Because as soon as they did that, first of all, whatever Disney is paying John Favreau, they need to like quadruple his salary because basically created everything for this, and they're like, okay, now we have the MCU thing. People are locked in, and. Now it's like if you have kids, you have to have Disney Plus. Like you have to, because Netflix doesn't have any of those Disney movies anymore. Yeah. So like you've got to have this because that's how you're gonna get movies now. And if they're gonna release movies for thirty dollars, and you pay, like you're gonna pay the thirty dollars because you're not gonna want to wait six months. And if they're not putting movies in the theaters, like they're gonna just absolutely crush. Yeah. Well, like I got it from the Verizon deal where if you have unlimited, you get. You got a whole year free. That's yeah. what I yeah. did too. We got that year free, and guess what? That year ended, and I'm like, shit, I gotta have Disney yeah. Plus. Like, I got it, and I was like, I, I mean, I'll log in because I, if I ever just want to watch it, and now I've, I've, I mean, I use it for the MCU. I'm gonna start yeah. watching Mandalorian finally. Yeah, like Probably. if you're, Maybe, if you're a know. Star Wars fan, if you're a Marvel fan, you have it. Oh, like, yeah. you have it. It yes. doesn't matter. And then if you have kids, you have it. And like now they're putting different stuff on there. Like, I know they have a couple other shows that I haven't heard anything about, but, like, there's uh, Big Shot or something. It's some. It's the Mighty Ducks thing that they had come oh, out. Oh, yeah. They're making, like, re-releasing stuff. Yeah. yeah. The and Big Shot is about basketball. 
Oh, they did some Mighty Ducks thing too. What? Yeah. What's the basketball one called? Big Shot. Big Shot. Okay, I heard that was good. Actually, I might check that out when things slow down. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like they don't even care about the box office numbers anymore. It's the stock price, and the yep. Disney stock price is like it's off the fucking charts right now. It's ridiculous, all because of this app. Like, and the price is going to go up. I mean, we're go- we're going to be at ten bucks for this thing in probably a year. It's worth I don't it. think they will. Imagine. I, I realistically don't think they will. I like Netflix did that, and I, I was like, okay, well, nobody's using Netflix anymore because they're right, not because getting the they movies lost. that everyone want to watch. Right. Well, the thing is, like, Netflix is screwed because basically they're going to have Netflix originals, and people don't want Netflix originals. They want to watch stuff that they've seen before on Netflix. Like, yeah, I I'm kind of biased because I'm not a big TV person, but I don't think I've ever really watched a Netflix original that I liked. To be honest, I mean, I've watched a few things on there, but. Well, it's mainly the movies that are good. Yeah, like right. The, the, the series aren't really that good. Is there a series on Netflix that I've watched that I like that you can think of? Like a Netflix original series? Yeah. I mean, I think Big, Big Mouth, is that? Uh, yeah, I guess Big Mouth. But anyways, That's we're talking yeah. about Disney movies right now, just in case you guys forgot. Yeah, but we were just talking about Disney <laughs> Well, yeah, we're company, talking about Disney Plus so. as a company. Cool down. My God. i right. What was your number six? Mine? No, Garrett. I haven't done my number six Oh, yet. okay. My number six is Miracle. The Miracle on Ice movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah, it. That is a Disney movie, in case anybody didn't know that. Uh, had to have a sports movie and a couple sports movies. Yeah. Had to have them. All right. You want to kick us off with number five? Sure. I got uh, The Emperor's New Groove. Great movie. And now Andrew's <laughs> like, shit. I forgot that one. And we were quoting that movie. Didn't we watch part of that movie over the weekend? You poison put it on the Cusco. TV. Cusco is poison. Poison for Cusco. Yeah, it was on TV when we were in Boston. Yeah. I just forgot all about it. Pull the lever, crown. <laughs> Push everything below oh, here seven we, yeah. down. Emperor's New Groove is going number eight. Incredibles is no longer in the top ten. Ooh, wow. Just took it right out. Yeah, well, all past to be, so. All right. That's tough. Yep. Sucks to be them. All right, <laughs> so you're number five. Finding Nemo. Yeah, I again I, with the quote another one it. To be said. It, it was tough to I didn't want to have a whole Pixar list. That's the thing. They're, so they're goaded. Like, yeah, that's the I thing. Mean, like, it is Pixar I, is the best they make the best movies. I think that era, like from whenever Toy Story came out, I think that was nineteen ninety six. Not pulling up the year. I want to say Toy Story is like nineteen ninety six. From sure. like nineteen ninety six to two thousand ten. Any Pixar movie that came out in that span is probably should just be the list, basically, yeah. for me. I don't have any Pixar movies in my you list. Ha- you don't have any Pixar movies. So you're telling me Toy Story didn't make your fucking list? Mm-mm. Cars? Mm-mm. What? Like, fi- I thought Finding Nemo was going to be on your list. No, I really like it, but it's not on my list. Oh, my God. My whole list would have been Pixar, like... It really would have. I just didn't want it to all be Pixar movies. I, I wanted no some diversity. I have no shame doing that, though. No, that's like, fine. I, I'm glad you did because I, I like talking about all these, but I just didn't want to do it that way. I felt like I had to have different style in there because Disney is so diverse that it has to be. Yeah. So what's your five, then? So I this probably isn't a very good movie, but I watched it so much when I was younger, and I will still watch it. I could watch it every day still. It's The Second Little Mermaid. The Second Little... You have okay. So wait a minute. Hang on. You have two sequel movies of original well, cartoon. Do you have The Lion King on your list? No. 
What? You have the second Little Mermaid over Lion King? King? I mean, I like the Lion King, but I never like... I've Spoiler never alert. seen the second Little Mermaid. Yeah, right. That's why I just said I understand that it's probably not the greatest movie, but I'm How can that? That's like somebody saying you the, like li- the second Lion King is in their top ten. That movie I like, sucks. Lion you know, King and a half? No, or Lion yeah. King one and a half. I fucking love that movie. Oh my oh gosh. My God. Why do you like the second? It's not second on my list, but... That. She's not doing ranking next week. <laughs> I'm mad Yeah, now. you're being banned She's done. for one week. Next week, we're doing best jerseys of all time. I'm saying it right now. Tamara will not be involved. It's just going to be me You're and Garrett. Banned. She's been banned you, for a week. Wait a minute. Suspended. So wait a minute. Because wait this minute. is just ridiculous. So you the don't second have... Little Mermaid? What happens? Ariel. Did she just live on land? No. Ariel has a kid, and she keeps her away from the sea because Ursula's sister... That's terrible. I don't is... even care about anymore. <laughs> I don't so wait care. a minute. You don't have any Pixar films, but you have... What was the other one? 102 Dalmatians? No, I don't have that. What and was the other my one? My honorable mentions had the second Lady in the Tramp. Whatever. You had the second Lady in the Tramp... And Little Mermaid 2. And I'm assuming you have another stupid one at the top. No. No. Uh, what? I, I just don't understand. Like, we went to Disney because we figured your list was going to be really good. Now I'm kind of pissed about your list. Like, go ahead and be pissed about my list. I don't I care. I am. Like, I thought you were going to take this seriously and you just threw I out did some take it shitty seriously. ass movies. This that- is ridiculous. I'm mad. I'm heated. I just need to grab some oh water because I'm so mad right now. Just going to let you guys know Lion King is my four. So, Okay. That's understandable. My number yeah. four is Soul. If you haven't seen the movie Soul, go watch it. As an adult, it was like... When, it, when, it, when a Disney movie can teach you a lesson as an adult, it, it means something. Like So that movie was very good. Very, very good. I have Aladdin. Let me guess. Okay, you have Aladdin. Lion Thank you. King, one and a half. No, it's oh, not. I just I said know it's what, not on my list. I know what your number one is. Okay. I know what your number one is. Oh, my God. I, like, How do you not have so Pixar mad. movies, though, at all? <laughs> like, none. I'm so irritated. <laughs> it, who cares? My blood is boiling. Because, oh, my like, God. There should at least be one Pixar film. I you genuinely think Lion, or Little Mermaid 2 is better than The Lion King? No. I don't think... Do I prefer it? Yeah. But I don't think it's better that than it. That means you think it's better. You prefer it. Yeah. So if I if I put two discs in front of you right now, in my left hand, I have Little Mermaid 2. Uh-huh. And in my right hand, I have Lion King and said, hey, you only get to watch one of these. Little Mermaid. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Did we all give it's our... It's not even the first Little Mermaid either. It's the second I, one. I would have let you get away with that if it was like the first Little Mermaid. I mean, I, we'll, I get, we'll get that. to the first one. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have two Little Mermaids I said, on your list. I, when we were making our list, I said I have an original and a sequel on my list. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I don't care what you guys think. So what's your number three then? The Parent Trap. All right, I'll give you that. That's that's the Parent Trap is better than Lion King. I, this is just no. What I, I can't. I get don't over. agree that it's better than Lion King. But no, I'm talking like, about her. I'm so mad right now. Like I've, I, I'm, I'm not even joking. I, my blood is boiling. Good for you. Oh I, I, my. Okay, God. I will allow the Parent Trap thing over the Lion King because, like, if she actually likes that movie better than the Lion King, fine. My issue is you went with Little Mermaid 2. Who gives a shit about that movie? It's a I sequel do. to a cart. Like, no. I'm not fine with it. I, I, I'm not. That's the one, like, 
you don't have any Pixar <laughs> films, but you have Little Mermaid 2. Like, it just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. Sorry. Unbelievable. What's your three? Better movie than she said the entire time. Lion King is number three. Okay, Lion King is three for you. Yes. I have Aladdin three. And you could make the argument or the argument for it to be number one. Like no, my yeah. one, two, easily, and three are easily exchanged. It could be one. Yep. It could like, be. Aladdin is your is your third yeah, one? Aladdin okay. is three for That's me. fair. I, I think the Aladdin like soundtrack is I don't know if it's the best, but that's good. It's like my favorite. A whole new world is one of the most the one of the probably best songs that. Oh well, the genie song. Yeah. Um, the entire you know. thing. Yeah, I, it, I, I like overall. all the songs like, in it. Probably that, should be on my list. Yeah. But. Um. Did ahead. you give your three? Mm-hmm. What's your two? Little Mermaid. Oh my god, Jesus! That's fine. That I I can Jesus accept Christ. that one. Like, that's a good movie. If she wants it too, that's a fair fair argument. Still doesn't take away that she's a Little Mermaid 2 on her list. And then in her honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> Lady the Tramp 2. 2. Like, oh, my number two is Cars. Significantly better than any movie Tamara has said thus far. Like, ditto, my number two is Cars. I literally went on a, on a, on a binge of I watched Cars, Cars 2, and Cars 3 like three months ago because that's <laughs> all I wanted to do is watch all three Cars movies. Cars 3 is disappointing. I hate the uh, ending. Well, how do you go from, okay, lighthearted, lighthearted, to literal murderer of Cars? No, it went no, lighthearted, no. murderer of, of cars. cars, lighthearted. Yeah, nobody like, talks about that. Like, they literally were murdering Cars in the second yeah. movie. No, Cars 3 is a... Cars 2, still better than... Oh, I love Cars 2. Little Mermaid 2. I watched a couple Cars 2 clips on YouTube today, I'm not going to lie. No, no, Cars 3 is the most disappointing ending ever. Like, the entire movie, you're built up to McQueen's going to overcome the challenge of, you know, the new era of Cars, and he's going to win. And he's leading the race, and he's like, you know what? I don't feel like playing anymore. I think I'm going to let this chick take over and win it. And I then she wins. Toy Story scene. I don't feel like, like playing, playing with you anymore. anymore. Like, just so... I, I'm so... F- How frustrated was I when we left the Cars 3 movie? Do you remember that? Because no. we went to that together and, like, we walked out and I think we got into the truck and I was, like, mad. Like I Oh, actually wait, yes. Was, didn't we see it in Johnstown? Yeah, we did see it in Johnstown. And I was, like, pissed about the... I'm like, that's bullshit. The whole time, like... Oh, Lightning Queen's gonna overcome this incredible challenge and beat this car that's unbeatable. And he's just like, nah, I don't feel like it anymore. What? Oh, so all the train that'd be like if Rocky was fighting Clubber Lang and you know, he gets to the second round and he's like, you know what? I don't feel like fighting Clubber Lang anymore. Apollo, you take over. Like that's how that would be. Like just just no. Ted so Clubber Lang. You've Ted never even too. seen I've never seen Rocky any movies. of the Rocky. I movies. hate that about you. That might be the thing I hate most about you, that you've never seen the Rocky movies. Oh, that's all right. Gary, what's your number one? I, we know, we know what number one. So our number one... Uh, okay, course. so our top four are actually all the same, just the three and well, four no, you don't a different have, order. You don't have Soul. Oh, wait, where'd you have Lion King? Three. Where'd you have Aladdin? I don't have Aladdin. You don't have Aladdin? In I had Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, you said she Aladdin. She has Aladdin, okay. yeah. All right. All right, so our... Our number one is Toy Story. Like, yeah, I said Toy it last Story. week. Toy Story is in my top ten movies of all time. Any movie... It, so it had to be number one out of Disney movies. Toy Story one, two, three could have been yes. my top three. Oh yeah, it could have easily. Been. Um, like Toy Story three, I went and saw that. I think I was what twelve. I want to say I was twelve when that came out, and like 
I that makes me teary eyed. That movie does like that. That one like pulls on the heartstrings on that one. What is your number one? It's Hercules. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. It's Hercules. I, I'm not gonna argue there on that one. I do. I. I, the sh- I'm good with that. He's mad that I don't have Toy Story on my list. I am mad about that. You don't have Toy Story. You don't have Cars. You don't have Lion King. You don't have Finding Nemo. Monsters like, Inc. Monsters like, Inc. I like, realized Monsters after, Inc. is fine. I realized that just having a list of ten was really hard for me because I am obsessed with Disney movies. So am I. Like I love all the Disney movies we've all said except for Little Mermaid two. Do I don't even I don't ever want to watch it. Sequels to Disney movies suck for the most part. That's why I didn't watch Frozen 2. Lion King 1 I just and a wa- half. I just watched the second Little Mermaid like two weeks ago. I'm Jesus so irritated. Like, yeah, like... But anyways, like Toy Story, the cast, and... Like again, like with Pixar movies, a lot of the jokes... Like you go back and you watch it as an adult, you're like, oh, that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> like you get the innuendo yeah, that they're you, making. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really good. Toy Story two. I actually, there are days where I'm like, oh, to- I think Toy Story two is actually better than Toy Story one. There's some really funny moments get in Toy that Story two. Filth out of your. I'm mind. not gonna give it to it because Toy Story the original is like way more iconic. Like, you know, rockets explode and you know all that stuff. That the whole ending of that movie is great. But, you know, the Pizza Planet, you know, you saved us. We're incredibly grateful. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I love all those scenes. All so. right. That was, I mean, we had two out of three good lists. Jesus I will Christ. say it was, that was fun. I'm going to literally go to bed best tonight. <laughs> like, I might have to sleep on the couch. I don't think I can deal with your stupid ass tonight. Fine with me. All right. It's random question time. Zemary, you can just turn your mic off and just leave it off for the next week. Random Great. question. Sunday. We had the hot dog eating contest. Joey Chestnut won. Did you partake in that? No, but I have a question <laughs> for you. In 10 minutes, how many hot dogs do you think you can eat, Garrett? I don't know. Maybe like four. Four hot dogs in 10 minutes? No, That's I can it? get down more than that. Yeah, I, could. I was thinking it, you could easily take down at least one hot dog a minute. At least Honestly, one. I might be able to get like 13 in. I probably could. I could do more, I think. You think you could? Yeah, because you got to think, you're softening up that bread with the water. Oh, I'm not doing that. No? I'm j- I don't you're have to. You're just trying to enjoy hot dogs in a hot no. dog eating contest? No, I, I can eat hot dogs like Do you think really you fast. could eat a soggy bun like that? I feel like if somebody said, hey, I need you to eat 25 hot dogs in 10 minutes. You and couldn't, I'll, you couldn't and get I'll pay 25 down. And I'll pay you $100. I'm sure shit going to do I, is whatever I can to, and try no, to get there. With no practice, you wouldn't be able a to soggy, No, I don't a think A soggy bun would probably make me barf. But no, if you, if you said, hey, scarf down 20 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And you said, I said, can I use water to soften the buns to make it easier? And you said, yeah, yes, I'm doing it. St- dip it in the water and it'll slide down your gullet faster. I'm doing it as easy as possible. That's what it, she said. And that's the way. Like, I mean, realistically, I'm probably not getting 25. I think I could get close to 20. I think I could scarf down 18 hot dogs. I know I could do two a minute, I think. Well, maybe not by like Because you'd slow down. Seven. Yeah. I think for the first six minutes, I could no, get two a no minute. No training. You're not getting more than like 13 down, yeah. I think. You're, you're going to get to like 10, 13, and you're going to be like, fuck, I'm full. Because your stomach's not used to that. Oh, yeah. That's that's a lot of food to ingest in five minutes. Yeah. So you're saying, what, 12 is your answer? I'd probably get like 10 to 12. I'd down. probably get 15. Like, I know I could do a pack. I'm comfortable I, with 15. I know I could get a pack down, like a pack of eight. That'd be no problem. Yeah. What brand? What brand are we talking? They, they, they use Nathan's. They use Nathan's. But, uh, 
Nathan's are greasy. I'm not a big Nathan's. You're a ballpark I like, park guy? I'm a ballpark guy. I'm a yeah. Nathan. I like Nathan's hot dogs. You know what's actually really good that I found? They're they're bratwursts and they got cheese yeah. and bacon on them. They're so good. Yeah. So good. But that's it. I mean, it was very. I couldn't find a good random question, and you guys kind of sprung the podcast today on me last second. So, I mean, I had fun still. So I will have a better random question next week, I promise, and we'll have a better ranking Tamar- next Tamara's, week as well. We're gonna we're gonna discuss it internally if she's banned next week. I'm kind of oh no. The, with her if next. you guys are doing jerseys, I'm not doing the, it. Oh, then we're gonna do a fun ranking next week. We'll save jerseys for so, so she's she's facing a two week suspension. Oh for no the no! If you're doing a fun ranking, I'm doing. We're gonna it. do. We'll figure it out. We'll you guys let you can know. do jerseys next week, nope. and I we'll won't let you say know anything. next week what we're doing. We're gonna do jerseys in two weeks. The commission is stating Tamara needs to take a two week suspension for a terrible list. I'm gonna fight you on two weeks. That's that's a little harsh. That's rude. That's harsh. Oh, she can choose to do jerseys in two weeks, but if she chooses not to, that's on her. So she's facing a one week suspension next week. We'll do like, I don't know. We'll figure out something fun to do. We'll make it. I'll I'll bring in like something for us to try, and we'll you and I'll just rank them. Gary Tamara needs to needs to. Have a suspension for this just shit she's brought upon us. Edit your own podcast next week, then. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'll uh, just post it. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Except with I don't that. know how to do that. I don't know why I couldn't figure it out a couple weeks ago. Um, you want to do the plugs? I don't feel like doing the plugs. As always, send us your our, your emails at highlyundisputed two four seven at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at highlyundisputed without the e, and then our personal twitters are linked right in there. Uh, we haven't plugged the phone number in a while. I don't have it. Go back to like episode four and just listen for that. If you feel like it, if you don't feel like it, then don't do it. But as always, guys, it's been fun. It's been real. See you guys next week.